Hello and welcome to another episode of the Growing Up 6 podcast. You got your three main boys, Chad, Cameron, and Nick. Disclaimer, we cuss, talk about controversial topics, spoiler alerts for movies, TV shows, video games, and all the like. Uh, you've been warned. Harry Potter jerks off Voldemort at the end of the series. What? <clears throat> yeah, sorry. Yep, he truly finishes him. Yeah, it turns out he didn't actually want to kill Harry as a kid. He actually wanted to uh, have a horrible adulterated relationship with him. He wanted to groom him. Yeah. And in the end, he got what he wanted. Yeah. So, that sounds cool. Yep. Which one is this? (laughs) I need to do research. I need to... (laughs) Deathly Hollows Part (laughs) 2. Oh, God. Nah, it's the Chamber of Secrets. (laughs) <laughs> he fucking enters Harry's chamber of secrets. That's what that serpent was. What? Te- technically, yeah, that serpent was. Wait, no, it was the book that was a horcrux. A horcrux. Horse. Yeah. Because <laughs> he like splits his soul into items, you know. And those are called horcrux. They're called Horcruxes, and one of them was this journal of Tom Riddle. Right, I remember I remember Tom Riddle. And he uses the fucking fang from that giant snake to break it. I thought Tom Riddle was just like a vessel of Voldemort. I'm pretty sure he was Voldemort before he became Voldemort, if I read it correctly. <laughs> you read? Well, I read the situation. Oh, okay. I was like, did you read the books instead of watching no. the movies? No, dude, you see how thick those things are? I don't touch those. <laughs> Too much work Anything, anything yeah. thicker than my penis, I can't read it. I read the first book because <laughs> it was for a, my fucking book report in high school English. Freshman year. Did you get to choose that, or did they I make you do it. that? My, my options so, were not, were, were very limited because I did it last minute. So basically, my English teacher, the worst way to do a book report situation, by the way, is to give people a list to choose from. A list of pre-approved books? Yeah, and we basically did it so it was like we would do like like cahoots every once in a while. And if you like got a certain position in the cahoot for that week leading up to like the book reports, you that's like position you got to choose your fucking book out of the list. Oh, wow. It was like some kind of raffle. Yeah, it was interesting. So, they probably didn't want you guys doubling up on books so you couldn't cheat? Uh, I think there was a couple. I think the only exception was, like, if there was, like, a different version of the same book. I was like, two two people can have a different perspective on the same book. Yeah, but it wasn't about, like, your perspective. It was more about the ability to write a proper, like, book review. Oh. And so some people got something super fucking simple, like like Hatchet. Totally. You're like, hell yeah. Everybody knows what Hatchet's about. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah, there's no, like, secret met. Yeah, you have to, like, basically put, like... It was more about, like, how you could properly write a thing. We did the book reports on messages later on. You get to choose that one, like, on your own. But, like, my choices, when I finally got, like, a good... I was in a class with a bunch of fucking nerds. 
my choices, there was only like four books left by the time I fucking got to my minute of fame of picking a book, and it was the first Harry Potter book. The other ones were in the raffle. I just they were like the first ones gone. Uh, I think it was. Oh God, what was it called? Surprise! Some Harry Potter freak didn't pick that immediately. They there were the other books in the series. They picked those ones. Uh, yeah, like there is multiple series. Yeah, my choices were fucking Harry Potter, which is the one I picked. There was some that was just like about. Oh God! It was about like a gay dude who like hides his like being gay from his parents. Was to kill a mockingbird on there? No. <laughs> These were fun books. This was freshman year. We didn't get to the N word books until <laughs> the N word books. Uh... <laughs> it was that, and then. Uh... Okay, and the last one was like some stupid fun. I only didn't pick it because the book was huge. I don't even remember what it was. I just remember the book being huge. But I was mad because some of the Tom Clancy books were on the fucking list and I didn't get to pick them. Oh. Like Red Dawn. Red or not Red Dawn. Uh fucking Red October. Oh, Hunt for Red October? Yeah, that was on the list, and some fucking... One of the JRTC kids picked it. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I want to uh, read The JRTC. Giver. The, the what? Giver. The Giver. Oh, yeah, I read that in middle school. Yeah, that book sucked. The book was... Yeah, it was weird. There Never was a movie we watched after we finished it, too, and the movie made no fucking sense. I was like, through the book, all these pages and like a half hour movie, I still don't know what the giver's about. <laughs> I think the weirdest transition from book to movie was reading like Romeo and Juliet and then, and then seeing the live like action Africa. movie. Yeah. The fucking modern day. The modern day one was lit because they had fucking like 1911s and like Glocks to shoot each other with. I know, but after reading the script and everything, like, your mindset is in, like, the renaissance. Yeah. Oh, for sure. (laughs) And then you got (laughs) Romeo fucking with two handguns, like, fuck with me. Oh, my God. It was middle school when we learned about Romeo and Juliet for the first time, I think. It might have been high school. I can't remember. But we did, like, an in- an in-class fucking, like, reading of the story where you would play characters. Oh, we did that too, bro. So bad. And, like, minor characters would switch off, but if you picked, like, a main character, you would play that for the whole period of, like, the book. And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure in middle school we did, like, one scene from the from the books. And both in middle school and in high school, when I played a character, I was always the same person. <laughs> I was fucking I was motherfucking Tibble. Tibble. The guy who fucking kills <laughs> Romeo's best friend in a sword fight. Yeah. In a way, it's all Tibble's fault. <laughs> yeah, I know it really was. I just wanted to be the one guy that actually killed somebody in the in the story that wasn't myself, so Everyone's like, Cameron, why do you want to be Tybalt so bad? I was like, I get to have a sword fight. And they were like, oh, damn it. (laughs) 
because the sword fights between Tibble and like the other dude's name is like like Montague or something like that. Yeah. And then <laughs> I remember we watched another movie in high school that was a like a Shakespeare novel and or play and it was weird because when we watched the movie we didn't like it was in english we didn't even read about the story but it was just like this bunch of people go to like a fucking like like one big house and like celebrate something but like the beginning scene had chicks that were like naked and their asses were out <laughs> and I was, oh yeah and denzel washington was in it <laughs> and i was like what the fuck am i watching <laughs> I think it was interesting. What is one thing you guys hated having to read in high school? Something you just absolutely didn't like, like being forced to read. Uh, um, honestly, there wasn't like too many. I don't remember reading too many books in my English classes, <laughs> and they weren't. They were all pretty good. Like they actually, the books that we had to read were all right. Like we had to read To Kill a Mockingbird, uh, Sun Dried Grapes, which is just like a collection of short stories. I remember that. I remember that one. Yeah, and one of the stories is just about like this turtle crossing the road. Yeah, I do. Remember. Wow, I remember that. And I think, I think there was like a guy driving down the road who. I can't remember if he ran over the turtle or if he helped it. And like another one of the stories that like connected back, right? Yeah, some of the stories have like little connections. That's crazy that I remember that. <laughs> Those are the only two books I really remember reading, honestly. What about Grapes of Wrath? Wait. Grapes of Wrath. That might be the book I was thinking of, actually. Mm, the Grapes of Wrath is in a bunch of shorts. It's about a family that moves out of the drought in California and become like one of those like refugee camp people. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That one was kind of boring. Yeah. The movie is fun because I got to see homeless people fight. <laughs> okay. Okay. What about you, Nick? What books? What books did you just like? Like, what stories were you forced to read that you just hated? The Giver, hands down. Um, the Giver. Yeah, the we, giver. Read that. we read that in eighth grade, I think, or or freshman year. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, that's a terrible fucking book. <laughs> Nick does not like Grapes of Wrath, <laughs> or not Grapes of Wrath, The Giver. Um, books. I don't really remember much books. That I was forced to read. Okay. Any books that you just read that you didn't like in general? Like you just read it because you're like, this seems interesting. It was like, this is the stupidest book ever. No. A book I, <laughs> a book I really enjoyed. I think I talked about it before. It's um, a child called it. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's about this kid. He's the older sibling of two. Okay. And his mom treats him like absolute garbage, like makes him live in the basement, doesn't buy him new clothes, barely feeds him. Does he shoot his brother? No. Okay, I'm thinking of something else. 
he basically like it gets so bad where like eventually his mom fucking stabs him. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. And then she finally starts to be a little bit nicer to him after that because she doesn't want to get in trouble. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's why she be nicer. Um but it basically ends with like one of his teachers finally catching on that this kid is living in poverty and is being abused. Right. And uh Damn. Like takes him to child protective services and stuff. Oh wow. It's it's pretty bad. Like uh, obviously that's just the cliff notes. The details are a lot more gruesome. Oh, there's more it gets worse. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a great book. And it's based on a true story. Sounds like a horrible fucking thing to read. It it's really bad, but I like that. It's more more real, baby. And you liked this book. Okay, you liked this book. I liked that book. It was actually entertaining. Okay. And you know, I I feel kind of bad because it it was a true story, but read this whole book laughing about it all this good stuff and then you get to the end it's like based on a true story and you're like oh fuck (laughs) i actually remember one day during like silent reading time hell yeah i brought a whoopee cushion to to school (laughs) so i just like set it up on my friend's desk and started reading this book about this kid getting abused (laughs) (laughs) my god yeah dude i'm that old i was using whoopee cushions <laughs> the teacher, no one. Even the, even the teacher thought it was fucking hilarious. She didn't take my whoopee cushion from me. <laughs> should have. <laughs> she should have. Yeah, but see what book you were reading. I've been like you, fucking animal. I I got it out of the school library. Okay. Oh my god. Yeah. Not the school library. The middle school library. <laughs> it's probably not there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Time to done. Time to different. Wow. So that's that happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. This was a time when people were not questioning what you read. Obviously, books like Mein Kampf weren't in the library. Damn it. <laughs> but it should have been, because oh. it's it's just a book written by a bad man, but it's just like his views, and it's okay to know what his views were. Yeah. Obviously, the goal is to just not repeat that. Repeat them. Yeah. Mein Kampf. What a great, what a great book. Never read it. Uh, yeah, a book I hate reading in high school is the Bible. <laughs> no way. They made you read the Bible? No, not really. Uh, a book I actually hated reading. I, I actually liked reading in school because it was like I actually did it all the time. It was actually fun. Like, I would never read a book now. A book that I remember reading in high school was... That I hated... Fuck. It was about... 
this like dock it's about this town by like the coast i've talked about it before on the podcast and it's like the town is riddled with like weird characters that are, like they tried too hard to make them weird they weren't just weird like interesting weird and then like the main cast are a bunch of these homeless dudes who just go around and party in town and make everything worse and then make people feel like the victim when they yell at them. And there's you remember what it's called? Nice doctor. Yeah, it was a super nice doctor guy who helps everybody. He's not even a real doctor. He's like a fish doctor. Like he studies like water levels and stuff like that. But oh, no. Uh, he leaves town. And then the homeless people decide they're going to throw him a party because he's just an all-around great guy. But then they start to drink and throw the party and, like, hang out before he even gets to his own party, and they totally destroy his house. Like, they wreck everything. Shit's broken beyond repair. And he comes back home, and he, like, beats up the main, like, homeless dude. It was a dumb story where, like, they tried to make you feel bad for the homeless guys, and I was like, I don't feel bad for these people at all. (laughs) <laughs> oh, they sound awful. And then we had to watch the movie. I would, I would do the same thing. Oh, the movie was weird because it was different from the books. Because like the doc ended up being an ex-professional like baseball player who killed a guy with one of his pitches. Uh, that uh, is impressive. Yeah, I, I I hated reading that book. It was so boring and just annoying and stupid. How to kill a mockingbird, though. <laughs> I could read that again. I love that book. Like, if there is anything I could do, I would invent time travel. Not for any other reason, like people think. But to go back in time and to ask these authors what their uh, message was for a story and then bring them back to this teacher that tells me I need to write a a fucking paragraph about the message from this story. And he can look at them and go, there's no fucking message. (laughs) (laughs) I closed the blatantly red door and teachers be like, write a paragraph to why he what the why is the door red? What was he trying to say? And then you go back in time and get, like, Shakespeare. And he's like, the door's just fucking red, lady. I like the color red. I painted my door red. Yeah, I like the fucking color red. (laughs) Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. I'm sure not every book is, like, filled with deep meaning. No, it really isn't. They just, like, give off a certain detail. And teachers are like, yes! And it's funny because nobody knows because the guys are dead. You can't ask them, so the teachers just assume what they think is the message is the right answer. And you're like, you're a fucking idiot. (laughs) English teachers are a different breed. They say the N-word with no fucking hesitation when reading racist books. And then stare at the black kid in class. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they, they, they have no like English teachers are a menace to society. Did you guys have any female English teachers? All my female, all my English teachers were female. I never. How many of them got? How many of them got pregnant halfway through the year? None. They were all old. Oh. And they. My were English bad. teacher was so hot, dude. 
Your English teacher was? Yeah, but then she got pregnant. Yeah. And we had a substitute for like half the year. I remember in elementary school, one of my teachers had a miscarriage. Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah. <laughs> she like came into like, she had this huge time off and then she came back and she just started crying in class. <laughs> and then she told like one of the students that she had a miscarriage and then all of us were like, oh, cool. <laughs> What's a miscarriage? No, we didn't know what it was. And she was telling the students that she had a miscarriage. And we were like, oh. Wait, you fucking idiot. <laughs> don't tell the kids that. They don't know what it is. Yeah, that's not something you should share with students anyways. Yeah. And then they're going to go home and be like, Mom, what's a miscarriage? <laughs> Miss whatever had one. And they're going to be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you know this? She told me. Uh, why did she tell you that? <laughs> I don't know. I asked. <laughs> we asked where she was gone for so long. Fucking A. Yeah, man. Times are rough. <clears throat> Kids are savages these days. Teachers have to be fucking so careful with what they say now. Yeah, literally. Well, like, kids are just like, even like high school kids are sponges. Like, yeah. They're going to go and tell all their friends that, hey, my teacher told everyone she had a miscarriage today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And all the people she tells, it'll eventually get to adults, and the adults will be like, why did you tell kids this? Yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if that came back to bite that teacher in the ass. Yeah. She didn't, like, full-on say, like, I had a miscarriage, I don't think. I think she, like, explained it instead of just saying the word, but still. She's like, when a baby, you're having a baby, and it doesn't survive the process or whatever. And I'm like, oh. My baby's dead! My baby's fucking dead, you little shit! (laughs) It came out of me, dead, dead. <laughs> the size of a grape. <laughs> We're like, okay. <laughs> Whoa, crazy. That's pretty cool. Can I see it? How many pictures? Like a tooth fairy. <laughs> you put it in a baggie. Did the tooth fairy give you money? Put it under your pillow and get a dollar. <laughs> We're so fucked up. We're fucked up people. Ah, uh, that's kind of took a bad turn. Anyway, because like, I read a lot of books I liked in high school, in middle school. The books that I chose to read, besides the fucked up ones, were like Creature from the Black Lagoon and like Captain Underpants and shit. Oh, Animorphs. <laughs> No, I never read Animorphs. The, I only liked looking at the covers. Yeah, yeah that's the thing about Animorphs. I've never actually read a single Animorphs book. I've just looked at the fucking cover. Yeah, it was always kind of interesting when I saw a new one. I was like, oh, I've never seen this one before. It's turning into a giraffe. It's just <laughs> turning into a starfish. <laughs> <laughs> like, the fact that they're not, like, superhumans. They're just turning into animals. <laughs> like, there's to be the worst ability ever. <laughs> fucking gasping for fucking water. 
shit, yeah, that would be a dumb one. Ugh. Even a giraffe would probably get poached. Nah, dude, you can swing your neck around a classroom full of kids that bullied you. Have you seen that comic of a giraffe? And he's like, I do not vibe with this universe. And then his, <laughs> his head explodes. explodes. Yeah. And then every, all the other animals literally like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's like a lion like, what the fuck? Oh, God. What about you, Nick? Is there any books you enjoyed reading? Um... There's the Star Wars encyclopedia where each page described like the parts and components. Okay. That's a good one. That's (laughs) a really good one. Because as a kid, I didn't really necessarily like reading. I do now. I can vibe with that. Because I didn't realize books could have like language or like describe events that were meant not meant for kids. (laughs) So people are like, the book is so much better. And I was like, I'd rather just watch the movie. I'm sorry. Uh, there was a book in middle school. It was a series. It was two books in a series. And I really enjoyed them because they definitely were not kids books. And we read them in middle school. And it wasn't like we read them individually. We read them as like a, like a group reading kind of thing. And the first book is called fucking uh, Zach's Lie. The basically the, the way it the way it starts out is this kid named Jack is at home one night and he's woken up to a dude in a ski mask with a gun to his head and he gets oh. taken downstairs and he pees himself on like the sofa I think if I'm remembering correctly and then his dad like works for like like and like secret agency or something like that. And his dad's been missing for years, and then these people showed up and took Jack's family hostage. So then they go into witness protection, and he changes his name to Zach. And he has to, like, go to this new school, or he has to, like, do his best to keep his, like, his identity a secret. It's a pretty good book. And, like, it's boring at first, because it's just, like, normal high school, but then the people looking for him end up in town. So then he has to do even better. And, like, he forms this relationship with the janitor... And the janitor ends up either being, like, active or retired, like, CIA. And, like, beats the crap out of the dudes that are coming for him. That sounds pretty sick, actually. It was a good book. Especially as a middle school kid, I, like, in my head, I was, like, making, like, scenarios like it. I was like, I this could be me. <laughs> you, Dude, you were looking at your school janitor like, you ex-military? I got you. <laughs> I got you. Would you defend me against <laughs> criminals? <laughs> so I got yeah, paid enough for Zach's that. Lie. And then the second one was called Jack's Run, where he's older and apparently they've like outlived the hunting on their family. So he thinks. I never actually we never finished Jack's Run. I actually it was our eighth grade year and we school ended before we got to finish the second book. But basically the beginning of it is Zach somehow went to like Cuba or Mexico and now he's dealing with like drug cartels and like he actually like he's old enough to like fight so he like fights like people and shit Jesus 
it was it was good. Like I said, it was middle school. We weren't soft back then, so we actually got to fucking read shit like that as a group. Wasn't expecting a sequel. Yeah, no, and definitely when our teacher was like, guys, he came in one day and was like, I found out an awesome thing. We, we were like, what? He's like, there's a sequel to Zack's Lie. And the whole class was like, we need to read it. <laughs> <laughs> like Shit like that I really appreciate it, but like now I could definitely not. I don't have time to sit down and read a book. Yeah, so yeah, busy. A lot of my reading at work. Yeah, I mean, that's a perfect time to do it. I'd rather fucking get my story narratives from like TV or video games these days. Oh man. So I can do it. You actually just unlocked a a fucking book in my memory. Oh. It's called Death Trooper. And it's a Star Wars like uh zombie one? Yeah, it's like a Star Wars Legends book. Where Han Solo and Chewie (laughs) board an Imperial Star Destroyer. <clears throat> that is infested with like stormtrooper zombies. Yeah, it's, I've seen that book before, but I've never been able to read it. Read it. Read. Read it. Yeah, that one was interesting. There was a book. I think I've talked about it. There's a book out there, and it's it's a Indiana Jones novel, but basically it takes place in like an Amazon jungle, and there's like. I think they think it's a chupacabra or like it's Bigfoot. I actually think it's like not a tropical. I think it's like the Pacific Northwest, like Mount Hood area. But it takes place wherever fucking Bigfoot is most known for or whatever. I don't know. But basically, Indy goes into the woods and finds a giant artifact while also like fighting like this like Bigfoot character. And it ends up being Chewbacca. And the art of, like, the ruins he finds is the Millennium Falcon, and it has Han Solo's corpse inside. Yeah, that one's so crazy that someone had that idea. I was like, this is, like, this is peak fan service. (laughs) If whoever had this idea for a book better have gotten a fucking raise wherever they work. Yeah, dude, the Star Wars Legends shit is on another level. It's not, some of it's on retarded levels of just like stupidity. <laughs> oh yeah, someone go. Some of it goes retarded mode, for sure. We go retard mode here. Yeah. Like I said, high school is when you're reading all the time because you have to. It's a lot more fun to actually read on your own time. These days, fuck that. I only read subtitles. <laughs> Half the time, I don't even like reading those. <laughs> yeah. Like, the thing with, like, anime is I, I, w- I don't really want to read a manga, but if I like an anime enough, I want to know what happens next. I might buy a manga one of these days, like, the series. But I can't fucking picture myself doing it. <sighs> there are definitely books that sound interesting to me, but I don't like reading. Uh, mostly because I have, like, fucking severe ADD. <laughs> Everyone point and laugh at Chad. Yeah, and a little bit of um Oh my god, what's the one where you like jumble words? Dyslexia? Dyslexia, yeah. I'm like I think I'm minorly dyslexic because sometimes it happens to me. 
Minor dyslexia, okay. Yeah, like, when I'm staring at a fucking full page of just text and get into reading, like, sometimes things get jumbled. Right, yeah, I mean... It's usually if I'm tired or my I've been reading for a long time. I feel like I've gotten that too, but like I don't I don't think I have dyslexia. Yeah, I, I don't think I would get diagnosed with it. Right. Okay. But uh, audiobooks are a thing. Yeah. Yes, they are. And occasionally, I will listen to a book on like most of the books. Audiobooks are on, like, YouTube for free. Yeah. So you wouldn't have to pay for, like, Audible or something. Okay. But but that's a good way to partake in a book without actually reading it. (laughs) There's this weird thing I've been into in the last year or so where I'll watch a YouTube video, and there's a few people that do them. But I watched, like, YouTube videos of comic books, and they dub the story themselves. Like, they'll do, like, a voiceover for the comic pages. Dude, Star Wars Theory does that all the time with the Vader comics. I I never thought I'd be so into someone else reading a book with a voice on, but I am. It's entertaining. There's some of that sound cringy, but there's guys that actually sound pretty good. And I'm like, oh, you actually sound like that character. Yeah, Joel told me he was listening to, like, the entire Harry Potter series on Audible. And the the dude, the narrator, was doing the voices for all the characters. And he was like, he's actually pretty good at it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the funniest, like, comparison I see to the books is that the movies are less tamed, is the way they put it. Less tamed? So, like, the one that... The one they talk about, like, the most, like, the meme of it is when Harry puts his name, or someone else put Harry's name in the Goblet of Fire, and Dumbledore asks him. In the books, he says, the words literally say, Dumbledore calmly asked Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire, Harry? And in the movie, (laughs) he's literally, like, running down the hallway, screaming, Harry! Harry Potter! Harry Potter! And there's, like, teachers, like, trying to stop him, like, grab him. And he, like, grabs Harry by, like, the collar. He's like, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck? Why did he go so extreme in the movie? Dumbledore, Dumbledore, don't fuck around, bro. I actually want. That's what I I wanted to talk about today. So, there is a. I think there's two movies, and there's a third one coming out soon about the prequel to Harry Potter's story called uh, Fantastic Fantastic Beasts. I don't know if they were if they already have a book of those as well. I'm not sure. Like I don't I know if so. there's Harry Potter and like series and like Fantastic Beast series. I don't know. But with the new trailer, I've watched it so many times because it's everywhere. It's all over YouTube and shit. I actually it looks good. And I haven't watched any of the other Fantastic Beasts. The first one or I think the first and second one have Johnny Depp in them, and he's like the main villain. Like uh, Grindelwald or whatever, right? Grindelwald, yeah. Because I know the new one's called, like, it has Grindelwald in it, and it's, oh, it's the, I love the actress, the guy from Polar and, like, Death Stranding. Mads Michelson. 
Yeah, I fucking love him, and he's like the main bad guy in the new one. But like, the thing I'm mostly interested in is like Jude Law, another great actor, plays dumb like young Dumbledore. And like the new one is called Secrets of Dumbledore, and I didn't realize Fantastic Beast was taking such a depth into Dumbledore's like younger years. And that's honestly what I want to watch it for the most. Because it's a prequel, so there's like nobody from the originals. Like Harry Potter movies, but this takes place way before Harry Potter. And this is what kind of wanted your guys' opinion on uh, the Fantastic Beast, if you guys have seen any of them. I've only seen the first one. Um, it was alright. I have been putting off watching the second one for some reason. It's just not something on your list, probably. <clears throat> it's not. Because well, I feel like I feel like the title itself is very misleading. Well, not really. The main dude's whole deal is that he is really good with, like, the fantastical creatures of the world. Yeah. I seem like the first one was, like, him trying to, like, wrangle up all these, like, rampant, like, mythical creatures. That's what I got from, like, all the shit that I've seen about it. Um, not so much wrangle them, but he, like, takes care of them and kind of right. keeps him away from the mortal world. <laughs> like, the main one is the stick bug looks adorable. The stick bug. He's got, like, this giant kraken thing in his office that fucking hates everyone but him. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and, like, this new one is, like, Dumbledore's friend, Grindelwald, the, the actor that Nick mentioned. I can't remember his name already. Uh, Mads Mickelson. Yeah. Is, like... Dumbledore's like best friend and like colleague, and he's like starting a war against the Muggles. Typical bad guy stuff. He he hates anybody who's not like magical. Hey man, I'm a Muggle and I to prove. <laughs> no, I'm not magical in any way. <laughs> I'm not magical, but I think he's in the right. Yeah, that's one of those we bad guys situations where he's spitting. <laughs> You're like, you uh, know what? Maybe I'm a bad guy. You know what? <laughs> humans do kind of suck. <laughs> yeah, dude. Humans do suck. You're right. Yeah, but it's just... Yeah, I I love the idea. I haven't watched all the Harry Potters. I've, I've told everybody. I'm not an avid Harry Potter supporter. I definitely love, like, the idea. I'm a huge nerd. I love magic. Like, anything magic, like, gets me fucking going. Dude, I mean, you can they have... have... My friends. I play a mage in mostly any game that lets me. I play a mage. <laughs> they oh, have the like... entire Harry Potter collection on HBO Max. Like, one of these days, maybe you just plug through a couple of them. I think that's a group thing. I think we should all rewatch Harry Potter together. Because, Nick, you haven't seen all of them either, have you? Nope. I think that'd be a great bonding experience. Just sit there and do what we always do. Make fun of everything that happens. <laughs> nah, I, I feel like it'd be emotional. <laughs> like, there'd be parts where we all yell, No! Dobby, no! Don't mention Dobby. Like I said, I've never seen that far into the series. I've just heard 
what happens to Dobby, and I'm like, he just wanted to be free. He was <laughs> free at the end. Like, I honestly don't even recall what the last one I saw was. I, I swear it was just Goblet of Fire, but when I've talked about my memories, people say, oh, that's Deathly Hollows Part 1. And I'm like, I don't remember watching that one. Yeah, Goblet of Fire is like the tournament. That's the one at the end where, uh, <clears throat> what's his name dies? You know, Batman. Batman dies and, like, Voldemort shows <laughs> I appreciate him. you calling him Batman and not... No, he's not. He's not. Don't consider the other one. Uh, but like, Edward. he dies, and I'm pretty sure it's the first time Voldemort really shows his like true form. Yeah, dude, th- that movie was pretty fucking gruesome on how it killed some of those kids. Oh, I remember that. I remember like the kids dying. I remember Harry fights a dragon in like a fucking like arena. One of them gets eaten by, like, anglerfish people. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Like, no, my point is, like, why is this still a thing? Like, have they not learned? (laughs) The Dude, the one that actually, like, kind of gave me chills was there was a fucking maze that they had to go through, and... That's the end, isn't it? Yeah, it was the end. And one of the contestants gets, like, grabbed by the, the hedges. It, like, grabs them and sucks them in, and they're gone. Oh, <laughs> Evil Dead style. Yeah, it was brutal. Yeah, that's what I never understood. This is, like, they're really adamant about protecting their kids. Like, protecting, like, the students of Hogwarts. But the tournament, like, the Goblet of Fire happens, and kids are actually being capped left and right, and nobody fucking get bats an eyelash. It's... It's like an international thing. Like, the, there's no rules. They oh. could, they can fucking hurt each other. Is that? Oh, that's why they have. Okay, I'm. I think I. It's multiple why. schools coming together. It's yeah. Yeah. And like, that's the whole deal. Is because you have to volunteer for it. Well, yeah, you gotta volunteer and then get picked by the goblet, unless you're fucking Harry, unlucky. Yeah, literally. Harry is the most unlucky and lucky person ever. He's the most unlucky rich kid I've ever known. And, like, the thing I hate the most about the Harry Potter series is they are all terrible friends to each other. (laughs) Horrible friends to each other. Because, like, Ron's like, you're you're messing with a girl I kind of like that's also our friend. I'm going to put your name in this goblet that literally you could die at any competition. (laughs) <laughs> like why but fuck you ron you ginger fuck <laughs> we were talking about it me molly and nick earlier i think there's a part in a, one of the movies i haven't seen i've seen a clip of it i'm pretty sure ron straight up pretty much tells harry haha your parents are dead yeah uh one of the deathly hollows he says something to that effect he says, like, yeah, well, not all of our parents died and made us, like, famous or something like that. And I was like, dude, Ron! <laughs> yeah, that that was in, I think, Deathly Hollows Part 1. Him and Ron and Hermione are having, like, a falling out. Yeah. Like, a big one. Because, like, I think the best thing for me from, like, the new Fantastic Beast trailers I keep seeing... I need a Harry Potter movie where they have a war. And I think that's in, like, the the two parts of Deathly Hollow. I think there's somewhat to that 
extent, but I just need to see wizards straight up just fighting to the death against oh, each dude. other. You would you would love the last movie then. I've seen the clips where it's like all of Voldemort's like what are they, they like the Death Eaters? All the Death Eaters are fighting like all like the wizards. And it's like I don't want like kids from Hogwarts being thrown into a fight. I want like veteran wizards ready to defend their fucking realm of magic against these bad guys. There was uh, I don't remember what movie. There was like a small skirmish between some of the teachers of Hogwarts and some of the Death Eaters. Oh, okay. And you know how the Death Eaters can like do that fucking move where they turn into like black mist and fly around and shit? Yeah. Well, the teachers were like turning into normal mist and flying around and they were like fighting in those forms and shooting spells and shit. See, that's the shit I want to see, and I, I, it's probably obviously one of the ones I haven't seen, because I don't remember that. But, that's what I'm hoping, like, if I actually take the time to watch the new Fantastic Beasts, it looks like there's a lot of, like, dueling. Especially, and those guys aren't students. They're, like, actual, like, wizards. They're just living their normal lives. Yeah. Because, like, I love it when, like, the badass wizards have no problem getting down to beat some ass. Because, like, the greatest example of that is fucking uh, Gandalf. <laughs> Man is, like, an actual, like, icon for magic, and he still has no problem throwing some steel around at fucking motherfuckers. Dude, Gandalf has, like, the tamest magic spells ever. He more so fights with his sword, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Like, he has kind of protection spells and like ones that like push people back a little bit but then he pulls out the the steel <laughs> yeah that's what i mean like he fucking fights motherfuckers with that sword that's all he cares about that staff is basically just a big stick <laughs> <laughs> he does that double hit combo like slice whack <laughs> nick what are you what, what are your thoughts on like the harry potter universe in general yeah um, definitely interesting, but I'm not a big wizard person. Oh, okay. You're more of a traditional guy. Yeah. Nice. You're going to play Hogwarts Legacy, though, aren't you? Oh, absolutely. Oh, That's yeah. what I thought. Man, Molly's more, probably more excited for it than I am, but I'm still excited. Yeah. She's a, she's a big wizard Harry Potter person. I will say, it's one of those fandoms where, like, you ask somebody, like, you're trying to get to know somebody. And they're like, yeah, well, <clears throat> I'm a Harry Potter fan, if that doesn't tell you enough. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> All that tells me is that you like Harry Potter, not kind of person you are. Oh, I couldn't tell from the fucking Hufflepuff scarf you're wearing. <laughs> yeah, like, like I, oft, I always tell people, like, Star Wars is literally a part of me and all that. But it's not like a conversation thing where, like, yeah, I'm a Star Wars fan. That pretty much tells you everything you need to know. And they're like, "What? <laughs> I'm not like that." That's See, if somebody walked up to me and told me that, I would immediately, I would immediately think they're a virgin. Yeah, literally. That's how. Like, I wouldn't even say like men Harry Potter fans. They're like, "Sick, dude! They're fighting with magic. This is badass." It's like the girls are like, "Yeah, <laughs> I watch Harry Potter," and you're like, "Okay." <laughs> I'm not sexist, but I'm pretty sure that's just a lot of girls materialize their personalities off of something they like. 
<laughs> like, I'm a huge, huge fan of, like, Han Solo, but I don't walk around trying to pretend like I'm Han Solo. But God, do I wish I could be him. <clears throat> I need to get that little vest, buddy, the little cargo vest. <laughs> I need to watch the little fucking wear, like, a jean vest. Yeah. Something stylish. Can't believe I just said jean vest and stylish in the same sentence. <laughs> Dude, when I was in, in like elementary school, jean jackets were still popular. So I had one of those. No way, you're not really. that. Yep. Or maybe it was just my mom living in the past, but yeah, I had a jean jacket. Me and Joel both did. Most parents live in the past, so I think your mom was just dressing you like you were in the fucking seventies. <laughs> That's like eighties. They were like hair metal. Seventies show. It's like hair metal. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. I guess it's, it's more like, like the torn up jean jackets. Yeah, eighties with like the patches. Is like the eighties. Yeah. Like the seventies, they wore those fucking like pants with the huge like. I don't know if they're called parachute, but they had like a lot of room around the fucking bottom of them. I think those were called parachute pants. Are they? I think the so. ones with the crazy designs on them, you know? Girls with fluffy hair and, like, pearl earrings would wear. And, like, jean jackets. That's all I can think of. <laughs> when I think of, like, what clothes they wore on that 70s show, that's all I can think of. You know, due to, popu- like, popular belief, I do think the 70s show is funny. Oh, it's awesome. I don't usually like forced laughter sitcoms. I'm more of like a dry kind of like I like like the fake sitcoms like like uh, Rested Development. I know I don't. It's the same thing as like The Office, but I don't watch all of The Office. Don't hate me. <laughs> but like I like the '70s show. Uh, I hate Friends. Friends is literally brain dead humor. It's just a it's bunch of not fucking funny. Idiot. There's not one joke in there that's ever even made me smile. Like Amy no. Schumer of a fucking sitcom. I love seeing yeah. that that video of Ross talking without the laugh track. Yeah. <laughs> he sounds insane. Like, the best thing that came from Friends is the meme and Jennifer Aniston. Nothing else. Jennifer Aniston's nipples. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think the actors by any choice are, like, not funny. I just think the, the, the people who were writing the fucking, the whole show were just numb to any kind of humor. And that's another thing that girls base their past like not even girls, that's dudes too, base their personality off like oh, I'm like Ross. <laughs> I'm like, who the fuck what? <laughs> Fucking And I actually think I actually think the office is actually funny. I just I don't watch it. But like between those two shows are like the shows were like Typical, typical white dude. Typical white dude or white chick. They watch Friends or The Office. One or the two. <sighs> like, I don't understand it. Yeah, I'm with you there. For the most part, sitcoms are not entertaining for me. And I, I, I don't, I'm not saying I have good taste in sitcoms, because one of the sitcoms I love is literally fucking 
Seinfeld. I love Seinfeld. And that show is not funny. I'll be the first one to admit. It's very dry humor. Uh-huh. It's very dry situational humor. And I love it. <laughs> Laugh my ass off and it's not even funny. Fucking yeah, so it's it's friends <laughs> office and big bang theory are what people fucking designate their personality off of. Oh god, don't even get me started on Big Bang Theory. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed the first season, like the first couple of seasons were good. Yeah, I watched it. It was it was definitely good in the early stages. Oh yeah. Like when they were all still nerds, they didn't all have girlfriends. That's when I enjoyed it. They were, like, drooling over Penny. And, like, they were, like, obsessed with her. But she would never... Oh, God, I would never date you. Kind of thing. I enjoyed it when it was like that. It was about stupid shit, and it was funny. And now they're all just kind of, like... We have matured. Now. Yes, I agree with that. Usually that's the road shows go down is they're good for a little while and then it's just they're running out of material. Oh, that's for sure. I'm curious, though. What are some shows you guys love that everyone fucking just despises? Like, we, we're hating on shows. But what are some shows you genuinely like but nobody likes them? Or, like, you feel like the public opinion on them is their ass? Um, uh, there was a show on Netflix called Daybreak. It's like a, a apocalyptic zombie show. Oh, you like that show? Yeah, I really like the show. Is that the one where he cuts off his bully's finger with a samurai sword? I think so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about that show the other day, actually. I thought it was a movie. Um... Lately, it's gotten pretty popular, but... Uh, Ozark. Apparently, oh, the f- yeah. the first season wasn't received very well, but I loved it. It was really good. Jason uh, yeah, Bateman slayed after the first season. I didn't even make it through it. Yeah, everyone I talked to didn't make it through like the first three episodes. I think it, it wasn't like the show was bad. It just wasn't what I was expecting to watch. I thought it was going to be a lot more like drug dealer action, but he's just a he's a money launderer. Yeah, it's not the show was bad. I just wasn't what I thought it was expected to be. Yeah, I mean, it gets to that point though. It's it's a build up for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if it was just not popular or something else happened, but there's a show called Mind Hunter on Netflix. That's the one they talk about the Unabomber. Uh, I think they mentioned him, but he follows these two FBI agents that are starting the process of how, like, serial killers are being profiled. Like, serial killer is a new term in the show. Oh, so it's like the beginning of it. Okay. Yeah, they're starting to, like, study people who have killed multiple times for seemingly no reason. (laughs) Yeah, that is a serial killer, but (laughs) they didn't know what it was for, obviously. 
at one point, like they tell their boss that they're about a serial killer. They say that, and he's like, "Serial killer? It's a it's a new term, sir." Serial murderer. <laughs> yeah. So what's the setting? Is it in like the eighties? It's like sixties, uh, seventies ish. Yeah, because serial killer wasn't a term until like recently. It, it was pretty early on. Like it's still not set in stone at the end of the second season. Like, but um. That makes me think. It's like the memes where it's like <laughs> walking was invented in like 1876. People before that. And it's a dude just sprinting down on like a commercial road. <laughs> it's like, what, what do they call like people who murdered a lot of people? This, the term serial killer wasn't a thing. Like Jack the Ripper? They just call him like a murderer? <laughs> he was just a murderer? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I guess it is just pretty interesting because they go and they interview like famous serial killers like Ed Kemper and um, oh my god, who's the guy in the cult? Charles Manson. Charles Charles Manson. They interview him. It's obviously not really him. (laughs) Right. Uh, They got Jeffrey Dahmer on there. Uh One of my favorite serial killers, Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, that reminds yeah. me of a show um, that was on Netflix. It's about like uh, serial killers and like a detective that talk about like what it was like uh, looking for him. And then I think it was like the BTK killer or something like that. BTK is in there, yeah, and he never get he hasn't gotten caught yet. I don't think he ever got caught. Yeah, and like how it was set in like. Uh, in Oregon, I think really? I think it was a BTK killer. It was one of them. It was a famous serial killer that was, um, he murdered up at the Vista Point. You guys know where that is? Yeah. There's this giant building overlooking a cliff. Yeah, I know it. He killed someone up there. Damn. Yeah, he killed them and like and like drove down the road, um, like towards Portland, like that little like backwoods road. To get to Vista Point, and he dumped a girl's body there. And then, like, two, it, it was a it was a big case because two people, like, um, it was a guy, yeah, and his like wife or something like that, and like his wife's like he's the killer, he's the killer, but he was never the killer. Oh, because the guy came forward and was like, "You guys, I should believe this person. It's me." And like he wrote it on like a bathroom stall at like a gas station or something. Okay. <laughs> so it was a big thing. I don't know, like that's. In my head, because I'm like, oh, it's here in Oregon. Yeah, that's a good one, though. Yeah, I didn't realize that was in Oregon in, in the show. I didn't like mention where he was. Huh, some mind hunters. I have to give that a little look. See, I love me a good detective fucking detective fucking drama. <clears throat> yeah, I think you'd enjoy it, but it's not like your typical detective thing. They're not going out and hunting these guys they go to like crime scenes of murders and most of it is them interviewing serial killers yeah okay 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 yeah it's really good though um netflix has since canceled it from what i hear so there's two seasons and that's probably gonna be it (laughs) 
damn. Because like a show I liked when it was on the air, I it had multiple seasons. It has like four or five seasons. But like I always just hear slander about it more than anything. Like not a lot of people talk good about it, which is surprising. And it's called Person of Interest. Oh man. I fucking love Person of Interest. Every season I think was good. Even like the like the air seasons, but like I hear so much slander about that show. <laughs> like I'm like, guys, this show is amazing. I'm actually thinking about rewatching it. I haven't watched that one. Yeah, like because I remember when Watch Dogs One came out. Yeah, I was like this game took so much inspiration from Person of Interest. You never watched Person of Interest, Chad? I think you would like it. I think you would like it. The show basically starts out. Uh, there's this homeless dude on a fucking like subway. I think the show's in New York or Chicago or something like that, a big city. He, a homeless dude on a subway gets like attacked by like. These typical Italian dudes wearing, like, chains and, like, the zip-up jogger jackets. And he beats the shit out of them. And then, like, cops come across the scene and are like, who the hell is this guy? He's nowhere to be seen. He was gone, like, right after. Homeless dude. Looks horrible. And (laughs) there's a guy with glasses who walks with a limp and a cane. And he hunts down this dude. And he ends up being like, there's a huge, the later seasons explain his backstory because it's a blur, it's like a mystery. He's basically fucking boogeyman status. He's like an ex-spy, like CIA, military guy. And the dude with the glasses created an AI that hunts down crimes before they happen. Oh no. Yeah, so like, it like, Funds out. It's just like it's just like Watchdogs one, where like there's a probable crime and it takes all the evidence and it like tracks the people and then this guy who's homeless teams up with this dude at the agreement that they'll both stop crimes and then he'll give him somewhere to live and all that stuff. <clears throat> so basically, the cameras, all the cameras from like ATMs to like stoplight cams, everything tracks down probabilities of crime and when it gets up to like 80 percent this guy sends out this other guy to go stop the crap before it happens it's pretty wild that's like fucking captain america <laughs> yeah yeah but and, with that being said we appreciate our time limit uh make sure to check out our merch we got New hats and beanies are going to be coming up soon within like the day of this re- this recording. Ooh, snapbacks! I believe so. Uh, I'm a yeah. I'm a look through them all and make sure that they're up to standard. Um, make sure to check out our discords. How we're doing this episode of the day? Come say hello. If you ask nicely, we can be a guest anywhere, anytime. Check out our Instagram and Twitter for behind the scenes stuff. Um, say hello. Give us questions through there. And we'll see you in the next one.